You're listening to the Clean Water Made Easy podcast, episode number 16. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to Clean Water Made Easy podcast. My name is Jerry Bolton. I'm a licensed water treatment contractor and WQA certified master water specialist. I hope you're having a fine day wherever you're listening. You're in the right place if you want to get easy to follow tips and information all about well water, well water treatment systems, and how to improve the quality of your well water. Today's episode is all about ozone, how to use ozone for treating well water. This episode, I'm going to cover the three main reasons you should consider ozone for treating your well water and the three most important factors or design criteria to consider. You might have heard about ozone and the advantages of using ozone for problem well water. Ozone is sometimes compared to chlorine. It's more powerful than chlorine, but unlike chlorine, it doesn't leave a chemical or chlorine residual. I put together a guide, a free ebook or PDF guide called the Quick Guide for Ozone Treatment for Well Water. That makes it easy to understand how to use ozone to treat well water and all the advantages of ozone over chlorine, as well as the drawbacks. And it goes into a lot of details on how to size ozone systems, which type to use, depending on what you're trying to do, comparisons to chlorine and peroxide treatment. And it's got easy to read charts and pictures. You can clearly see what to do and not to do. So your ozone project is a success. If you want one, go to our site, cleanwaterstore.com slash blog and look for episode 16 and you can see a link and get your free copy. Well, it's been a long time since we've been using ozone. I was trying to think of what year we started in with ozone for well water. I think it was 1989 or 1990. Um, we, we started out with a, a system from American Ozone. Company's no longer around. Um, and it was a, a nice little unit. It, it was a self-contained, uh, had a contact tank, it was, but it was atmospheric, which we'll talk about that. In other words, it wasn't pressurized, so it needed a booster pump afterwards. It had a little ozone generator. I believe it was put out one gram an hour, but it was corona discharge, very powerful. And it was water-cooled, which is kind of unusual. Nowadays, most of all the ozone generators are air-cooled. And it, it, it was good, you know, but in terms of these small residential systems, we were definitely pioneers and beta testers, you might say, for them. And uh, uh, just like they say about pioneers getting arrows in the back, well, that was certainly us. We, we put a, quite a few out there, and, um, but there's problems with them. The water cooled was tricky because you're running really funky water through it. There's lots of iron and rust in the water. And so that affected the water cooling component of it. And they had problems with their boards and different things. But anyway, for ones that worked, worked great. Turned us on to the whole ozone and how well it can work as pretreatment for filtration, particularly when you have multiple problems with iron, manganese, odor, and bacteria. So anyway, that was the beginning. And since then, we've done many projects, big and small, some quite large ones, um, many pounds per day for industry. We've done a lot of bottling water plants, did a couple wastewater projects. Uh, we sold Pacific Ozone for commercial and industrial. We've sold Clearwater Tech. We've imported Chinese ones. Um, anyway, there's a bunch of different ones out there, but uh, 
this, this is all about ozone for well water. So generally we're talking small systems. So why use ozone or consider ozone water treatment for your well water? Well, there are three main reasons. One, ozone's a very powerful disinfectant and oxidizer, so it kills bacteria and prepares the dissolved iron and manganese, oxidizes that so it can be filtered. Uh, two, when used with filtration, it's really great for eliminating multiple problems such as iron, manganese, sulfur odor, um, even can deal with arsenic. If you pre-treat it with ozone, then run it through a special type of filter media. Uh, also, ozone is automatic, so it doesn't require additional chemicals generally, so you don't have to lug around chlorine or add peroxide. It's an automatic system once it gets set up and running. Um, it works great. So let's take the first one. Ozone is a powerful disinfectant. It sure is. Ozone water treatment can rapidly disinfect your well water, kill bacteria and viruses, get sort of iron bacteria too. And unlike chlorine, you don't have a chlorine residual. So it does the job, kills the bacteria, and then it reverts back to oxygen. So ozone's been around a long time. It's well over 100 years. I think maybe getting on to 150 years. I'm not really sure, but it goes back to the turn of the last century. And it's been used to treat water for cities, big municipalities uh, here in the United States, and also in Europe use it commonly. And it's generally the standard for bottling water. Almost all bottled water is hit with ozone before it's bottled. And also used in a lot of commercial and industrial processes. But for homeowners with well water, especially when you have a combination of problems, it can be a really good choice. So ozone has a greater ability to disinfect water, bacteria, and viruses compared to chlorination. And this gets back to the concept of a CT value. So C is the concentration of the ozone or chlorine or peroxide in the water, and T is time. So you multiply the C times the T, you get the CT value. So... To give you an example, the CT value of uh, chlorine is it takes about six to seven minutes at one parts per million to get to a, so you'd have a CT value of say six or seven, whereas ozone, you can have one part per million dissolved in the water and one minute of contact time to get the same effect. And of course, this there's a lot more to it. It varies. It depends on the pH, depends on the water temperature, and depends on whether the contaminants in the water, all of which can be easily figured out. Um, there's a simple formula chart. You can easily figure out what, what size you need. But basically, it gives a good illustration. Generally works faster, and it doesn't add, like with, with chlorine, you're adding sodium hypochlorite into the water. So you add a little bit of sodium, and so it can affect the taste a little bit. Whereas with ozone, you get a, you don't get any, it's just a gas. And then after it's done, it generally converts back to oxygen. So you don't, that's the, the reason a lot of people would prefer ozone. Number two, when used with filtration, it's really great for eliminating iron, manganese, and sulfur odors. So the oxidizing properties of ozone, when combined with filtration, does eliminate all these problems. Now, we use manganese dioxide typically, which is a type of natural media where uh, filter media that goes in a filter tank and then gets backwashed automatically. So it's ozonated first, then run through the manganese dioxide. But a lot of people will use activated carbon. They'll use filter sand and anthracite. There's different ways to go about it to filter it. But 
Um, it does work really well, the combination of ozonation and then filtration. Number three, like I said, it's automatic, doesn't require additional chemicals. So ozone is a gas. It's generated by an ozone generator on site with electricity, and then that gets injected, the gas gets injected into the water, and then it combines with the iron and manganese, what else in the water kills bacteria, and then it's within some minutes, it's gone. So unlike a chlorinator or hydrogen peroxide system, you don't have to be there to add chemicals. Since the gas is generated on site, you don't have to restock chemicals, you don't have to purchase chemicals, and um, chlorine and peroxide generally don't store that well, so you have to add them every couple months. So that's that. those are the three big advantages of the ozone. Now you might be saying, well, it's so great, why doesn't everybody just get ozone? Well, the main thing is the cost. With uh, it's much more expensive to use an ozone system, especially if you set it up correctly, than it is to use a chlorinator. So we would, our customers, we might have 30 customers that get a chlorinator and one get an ozone generator. So it's more expensive, but there are some really tough problem water where an ozone system works really good, uh, even the cost, but that's the main consideration is the cost. Um, so what are the three most important factors to consider when you're designing an ozone system? You know, there's a lot of different kinds of ozone systems out there. And so um, it's important to consider, one, the size of the ozone generator itself. So for instance, ozone generators create O3 from oxygen, which is O2. So their ozone generators are rated in terms of grams per hour of ozone output. Now, depending on the feed gas quality, because what, what's happening, so you've got this ozone generator and you've got air going into it. And when it comes out, some of the air, some of the oxygen in the air has been converted into ozone. Air contains around 20%, 21% oxygen, and mostly it's nitrogen. So you get more or less ozone based on um, the size of the ozone generator, but there's more to it than that. And that gets into number two, which is, should you use a UV generated ozone or Corona discharge? There's basically two types and, um, the, the UV generators, um, are simpler and less expensive. And essentially it's a UV light, a special type of UV light. And then it, it, it shines into air and then the air is drawn through it and a small percent of that the oxygen in that air is converted into ozone. Now, the in order to get, it works better if the air is dry. So especially with corona discharge generators, they require dry air. So the there's usually some kind of air preparation where there's a uh, either cartridges, some kind of desiccant, or there's automatic air dryers and include, we also have oxygen generators, which is, works the best. And so what it means is that you have a, a, a little box that generates, makes, you know, high percentage of oxygen. And so it's sending the ozone generator, um, more pure, not hundred percent pure, but very high purity oxygen. And then it's dry. And so then you get a very high concentration of ozone coming out of your system, as opposed to if you just put dry air into it, 
again, gets into the cost. The oxygen is more expensive, um, but it does work better. And the UV ones, while they can produce low levels of weak ozone, they are cheaper. They would work better for if you had a very slight problem, like say you just had a light odor. Um, we don't recommend them for disinfection. You can't get a high enough um, ozone residual in the water generally. And Corona Discharge ones works much better. They use uh, electricity inside a ceramic or glass cell or a stainless steel plate. It's a little chamber. And what happens is as the gas goes through there, the air or the oxygen, you get very high levels of ozone. So generally, Corona Discharge is the standard. That's the better way to go. The third consideration is, can you just bubble it into a tank or can I use an air compressor to blow it into the pipe? How am I going to get this nice ozone gas that I've created into the water so it transfers into the water and does the job? Well, ozone has been around, like I said, I think it's like since the 1890s. And during the first 75 years or so, the common way they got it into the water was they bubbled it in and they, they would use um different types of diffusers, ceramic stones, you know, pipes with tiny holes drilled in it, some way to, to bubble the water. And usually they bubbled in at a tall columns, at least 30 feet high, but still they had a problem where the water, it, it, the most of the ozone wouldn't transfer into the water, it would gas out. So in fact, the higher the column, the better, and I'll get, get to that in a second, but basically it means that the ozone works better when it's injected into the water under pressure. So ozone bubbler systems are really common in well water storage tanks. We were in California and there are many people around with storage tanks where they store their water, doesn't freeze, if, if they're in an area where it doesn't freeze, which is a lot of the area. And so the if they're in a place where it's not freezing, then they can have an open atmospheric storage tank and they bubble the ozone in and you know, you, you go to these storage tanks and you pull the lid off and you get smell those and coming out and you might be thinking, wow, this is great. This ozone system is working great. We're bubbling the ozone in. But in fact, very little of the ozone is being transferred into the water. Some of these systems even run 24 hours a day. It's just a very low level of ozone running constantly and try to get something, get it transferred to the water. A lot of it is just gassing off and going into the atmosphere. So, the better way to do it is to have a small contact tank with a recirc pump and an injector. A venturi is where the water flows through this venturi and gets pumped through, and then it, it creates a vacuum and it sucks in the ozone gas. That's much more effective because then you get the ozone gas being literally dissolved with very tiny microbubbles. You know, it's not even, you know, they're, they're, it's getting sucked in, so it's getting transferred right into the water. And you get a much better rate of transfer. And also, when you're doing it under some pressure, you get a much better transfer of ozone into the water. So, um, as, as the water, it's a little hard to describe. That's why I've got this guide that'll make it easier to see. But essentially, it's a contact tank. The water comes out of the well, flows through this pressurized tank, and while the water's flowing, another pump, not your well pump, but a, a little stainless steel ozone 
uh, proof pump is recirculating water in the contact tank through the inventory injector and sucking in ozone. So you're building up a residual in this tank. And as the water from your well flows through it on the way to the pressure tank, or you can run it on your way to your storage tank if you have that, it's you, you get a controlled um, atmosphere or controlled situation where you can you can adjust it and you can really make sure you get the residual that you need because you want enough ozone, but you don't want too much because too much ozone, for instance, with manganese, if you put too much ozone in the water, it can, instead of oxidizing it, it can, it can take it all the way where it turns pink into potassium permanganate. So there's different, you can get too much ozone. You don't want, you want just enough to do the job. And it's very, it's, once it's set up, it's easy to work with and adjust, but generally it gives you more control of the situation if you use a contact tank with a research pump as opposed to just bubbling it in into a tank. Okay, so the 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 other thing is there are there are a lot of ozone systems around where they'll say, yeah, our iron filter has ozone. It comes with ozone. Well, those ozone generators are very tiny and they're not we're not they're not talking the same thing here. What they are, they're they generally don't use air preparation, so they're using moist air, so you get lower, less ozone. And they're putting a tiny bit of ozone, usually into the top of the pocket of the filter tank, to in order to, as the water flows through it, it's flowing through this air that has a little bit of ozone. It's not really the same thing as having an ozone residual in the water where there's a, uh, a controlled uh, process where you're building up ozone a certain residual and making sure everything's disinfected. It, it does help, but, and I won't say it's a gimmick, but it's it's closer to gimmick than having a real ozone system. So uh, a lot of times you'll see those, oh, we have this iron filter is great. It has ozone built into it. You know, it's okay, but it's, it's not the same thing as having an actual ozone system that's oxidizing and killing bacteria and, and doing everything it, that you can get with a real ozone system. Well, that's basically it. Um, just wanted to give you an overview and introduce you to our ozone guide, which is pretty good. It's got different diagrams, pictures. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. I'm uh, my direct email is Jerry Bolfin, G E R R Y B U L F I N, at cleanwaterstore.com, or better yet, just go on our site, cleanwaterstore.com/blog. Look for this episode, download the guide, check it out. If you have any comments on it or questions, um, then just give us a call or email us. And uh, hey, if you're listening on iTunes, I'd also like to say I'd really appreciate an honest rating and review. It only takes a minute. It's a huge help to the podcast. So, all right. Well, that's it. Thank you again for listening and have a great day.